Hi, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Jason, and you found a fun and secret time capsule from my baby son. Each episode, I sit down and chat with a special guest about friendships, pop culture, parenting, and whatever strikes my fancy. Really, the end goal is to make sure that when my son does eventually discover this, he's thoroughly embarrassed. In the meantime, I'm not quite sure where each episode or where the show is going, but getting there should be half the fun. All right, right. well, Well, hello, hello, and welcome welcome to to Half the Fun Fun Podcast. Podcast. Uh, I am your host, uh, Jason. I am joined by my usual co-host, Allison. Hello. How are you doing tonight, Allison? I'm good. Terrific. And uh, we are joined live in person with super special guests, um, Grandma Marsha. Hello. Hello. It's good to be here in person. Oh, we're very excited to have you. I know you are a very avid listener. You're one of our... I think 20-ish listeners, so it's very exciting to uh, have you here with us tonight. Um, uh, As you mentioned before we started rolling, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the wine that we're drinking tonight? I'm not familiar with the brand, but it was a Sauvignon Blanc. Mm -hmm. Terrific. And and we're also have a special treat. Uh, Allison, what else are we enjoying? homemade cookies from my mom, made today and just frosted, so there's... Big oh, smile on my face because I'm enjoying this delicious cookie with wine. Just my wildest dreams have come true. <laughs> That's terrific. Um, so, Marsha, uh, excited to chat with you. Uh, I think we've got a, a lot we can cover, um, but I thought we could start with um, grandchildren. So, uh, Weston is uh, one of six grandchildren that you've been blessed to have. Um, would you mind running through the list of first names of all your grandchildren? Oh, okay. Well, Joanne was first, and she had Eric, uh, and uh, he was born in California, so I went out there. Anyway, Eric, and then Robbie, and Sam are Joanne's three boys, and then my son Dan and his lovely wife Ellen have Everett and Raymond, and so... Uh, Weston is the sixth of six boy. Six boy grandchildren, um, and we, you had the pleasure of seeing them all in Texas just this last May. It was wonderful. Oh my goodness. Um, was uh, so. I guess my first question is: So you've been a, a grandma many times over. Um, is there anything different uh, about the sixth versus the first? His eyes are just gorgeous eyes. It's true. I think he has outstanding eyes. I was telling Allie earlier that I just love to watch his eyes. And he's he's a darling little boy. I'm thoroughly enjoying being here, being able to spend some time with him. Yeah, yeah, we're we're happy to spend time with you too. I think you spent some time with us initially, uh, pretty early on when Wes was born, um, mm-hmm. month one, within the first month. Yeah, right? I think he was only two or three weeks old when you came out the first time yeah yep and i was in my walking boot because i had my pretty bad turf toe which was pretty terrible um it was very rough on me um so we're glad that you can come back and uh watch him he poops a lot last night so that's very exciting too um so uh i guess as you have been a a grandma multiple times over i guess Super basic basic question. question. Um, Do Do all your grandchildren refer to you as like Grandma Marsha or like some some families do like Nana or or things like that? No, I think they all do. Um, I think 
you kind of the the grandmother kind of sets it a lot of my twin sister didn't want grandma so she's nana to her grandkids mm -hmm. I, you know i don't really care i just want them to talk about the show being a grandma you know it's a, a name of honor. <laughs> Terrific. So, like Eric tells you, like Grandma Marsha or just, yes. just Grandma? Yeah, I'm Grandma Marsha. Terrific. Um, so, so, you've already talked about Weston's eyes. You had the pleasure of spending most of yesterday with Weston, which was terrific. Any other things that you would care to comment on, particularly since you've had a chance to spend a lot of time with all of your grandchildren, besides beautiful eyes? He is. Um... He, he plays, plays very, very well. well. He's, he's calm. calm. He's, he's not, um, you know, not whiny. Not, not that any other grandkids are whiny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he's just a very good-natured boy, and um, I love the interaction between watching him with with Allison and then with you, Jason. I think there's a great mix going on, and uh, I like to watch. Watch Weston and see the Jason side of him, and then I say, you know, I see the Allison like today. We were, he wanted, to, I wanted to walk on the path to see the lake, and um, Weston didn't want to stay on the path, and so I just thought, you know, I said, well, whatever you want to do, that's fine. Anyway, I just, I got a little chuckle out of it because I thought this is Allison's stubborn streak. <laughs> That when, when she was little, I could not get her to do what I wanted her to do. She had her own way. It's true. I'd like to deny it, but all of the things she says. Do you have a memorable time uh, with Allison growing up where she also exhibited uh, a very stubborn streak? Her clothes, mainly, I think. It was pretty bad, yeah. It was hard to find things that she liked. Um, I mean... We'll say that's only something that has happened in my childhood and not adulthood as well. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, and I kept thinking, uh, what is she going to be like when she has to pick out a wedding dress? Because I thought it's going to take her a year just to pick out the wedding dress. But then I was so surprised when the two of you got married, and I, I didn't see all of the... Mm -hmm. details of it but it seemed like it went pretty smoothly and pretty quickly it did go pretty smoothly I think I only I went to three different shops and I only tried on a few dresses and it was actually the first shop the third dress I tried on yeah. and I was like oh I really like this I want this one but I guess for you know for show's sake I should try on a few more but I kept going back to that first one I think I just Knew it fit. And, and that was really hard to be in Ohio. And now she was out here, and I just wanted so badly to be out here and go with her on that shopping trip. But she kept me supplied with pictures, so it was, it was okay. It was a beautiful dress. Oh, it's terrific. Beautiful dress. And we do certainly appreciate you. Um, I think you supported us a little bit with the, with the wedding, which was terrific. We greatly appreciate that. Great support. For all, all of the parents that were involved there. Um, but that's, that's a great, great segue. segue. Let's talk a little bit about um, our, our wedding. wedding. So, so um, I guess maybe let's back up a little bit. So the prelude to a wedding, uh, which be um, meeting me. Sorry, this is since this is my podcast, we can talk about me. Um, so um, I think I know the answer to this, but um, do you? Can you remember the first time Ali talked or mentioned me or talked about me or like when I first like cropped up? in her life in terms of you chatting with her? 
That's a hard question. I think I know the answer, actually. Do you? Well, give yeah, because I feel like you brought it up all the time. Remember the letters? Do you remember? Yes. That I mailed you some letters. Do you remember why I mailed you the letters? And you always like, oh. So Jason would travel for work and um, and something to keep him in contact with his friends, he would challenge them, you know, have, have them have a goal. Does that sound something like yes. yeah. Um, and this was actually before we started dating, date, you know, strongly dating or... Oh, I've actually done yeah. it for a number of years even before, like, yeah. new or even you yeah. live in Seattle. Um, so I'll just quickly explain that. Just the sidebar would be... Um, yeah, so I would um, travel internationally for like four or five weeks and then like disappear just to be really busy um, with my work. So one way to stay in touch with my friends in a meaningful way was to like issue them a personal challenge, like a 28 or 35 day challenge where they set out some goals that were smart goals, like measurable, attainable, reasonable, things like that. Um, so definitely. Yeah, one of my goals was to write at least three handwritten letters to family or friends uh, and chose to wrote one to my mom. And I don't even remember what I, I remember it was a long letter and I, I don't even know what I talked about. Um, but my mom called me and was very touched by it. Do you, do you remember Marcia yes. without going into specifics yeah. um, about I'll what the- I start crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, it's good, it's good ratings for the podcast. Um, because because it was, it's so hard to have a conversation on the phone with interruptions and everything. And I think when Allie went away to college and then vet school and Cook Islands and everything, it was really hard to find the right times to have really meaningful mom and daughter talks. And I think Jim knew that, um, that I wanted to be closer to Allison. And, and I really heard Jim's it. your husband. Jim's my husband. Yeah. And um, he came in with this letter and he goes, this is from Allison. <laughs> and she said, it's thick. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a treasure. I mean, I, it was. I, I know I still have it. Anyway, I sat down to, to read it and it was, it was a wonderful gift. Oh, it really yeah. was. You probably, you'll you have, have to be... be on the other end of something like that before you know how meaningful that was and when you talked about jason i went wow what a guy to do that so i was very very impressed and curious as to who this jason was and to give her such good uh, direction but yeah and i think jason when we talked about meeting you for the first time you were a little nervous. And I was like, oh, don't worry. She knows you helped me write that letter. And you've already won her over. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrific. Yeah, I think I remember very distinctly the first time we met, we were flying to your cousin Lisa's wedding. Um, so it was the first time for me to fly out to, to Ohio. Um, and little did I know, when you when you fly into Ohio, you're really flying into Kentucky. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, why, why would you be flying into Ohio? Um, and so, like, we flew into Ohio. I think, did I give you first class at that time? I did give you first yeah, class. Yeah, you did give me first class. So I gave you first class because only one of us got upgraded. Oh, yeah. And um, we were under some, like, underground walkway 
uh-huh. somewhere and then we we met you there uh-huh. so yeah i remember that being a, a really fun trip and we made you may showed me how to make sangria the, oh that's the right and yes. so just buying it out of a bottle and um another highlight on that trip was introducing you to skyline chili yep which was delicious yeah. yes Anyone who goes to Ohio yeah. should definitely have some skyline. Yeah, skyline. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful wedding, and it was very, it was wonderful to it's have fun. you come yeah. that weekend. Yeah. Terrific. Well, um, so back to our wedding. So you talked about Allison's dress. Um, do you have any other fun memories of, of our wedding or th- well, first of all, your mother could not have been more gracious and friendly when first off meeting her. And um, I think we sent a couple of emails back and forth. Mm-hmm. What are we going to wear? Yes, there was yeah. an outfit chat. Yeah. And um, so that felt very comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I was very anxious to meet her and her and, and your father then. And um, I had never, have I ever been to Seattle before? I'm trying to think. It was really my first in being able to see parts of Seattle. and. Um, the town Issaquah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a perfect setting, and so I just look forward to everything. Joanne and you know having Joanne and Brian, your sister and brother-in-law, and um, my sister Jan and my sister Julie came. But my sister Meg, I think she was on Cape Cod. Maybe they spent time in Cape Cod, and then Carolyn had a hard time getting away. So. The, the the what I most liked about your wedding mm-hmm. is how intimate it was with your close friends. Um, not a huge bash. It was just fun and meaningful. Everything you could tell was a reflection of what was important in your guys' life and the the food and the you know the drinks and the the, um, the photo booth and. All the personal touches you had, and mm-hmm. and the weather was perfect. Mm-hmm. So it was. I think I was flying on cloud nine for like two or three months. Yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Yeah. And actually, just you talking about it brings or makes me feel happy. And good. Well, I have a clip. You'll, you yeah. probably don't know this. No, I don't. Yeah. That of you dancing to Africa, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. of course. I don't have a lot of the video you know, uh-huh. from that, but I do. Um, I had a lot of nice pictures, and I just love to see you having fun dancing and uh, to that music. So yeah. That's one of my favorite songs I listen to. It's one of my favorite songs, and I think I introduced it to Jason, and it's become one of his favorite songs now, too. That's true. It's a, it's a true song. Like to sing it to us sometimes. The music was really nice. I think you shared the selections you were going to have in your wedding and I went to iTunes and I bought every single one, every song that was in your, you know, so I was well familiar with everything before before the actual wedding. Oh, and I, I think you bought our friend Matt's CD. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. So our Jason's friend, now our friend Matt, uh, is a part of a band. Can I share the name? I think that's fine. I'm sure you yeah. have a free plug. Uh, <laughs> of Hey Marseille. And he very graciously sang a song for us during our wedding ceremony. And I think you loved it. I loved, yes. loved it. Yeah. And then I bought 
two, I think I bought two CDs of his. Yes, and we told him that you are now an avid fan after the wedding performance. It's a nice, it's, you know, it's it's a good reminder of Seattle because it's a good blend of just really interesting songs, the selections. Yeah, we really like his music. Because sometimes you're just in that kind of mood. Yeah. I say, oh, this is a day to play yeah. this. <laughs> kind of like nice, nostalgic, uh -huh. kind of peaceful music. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you got to see a fair chunk of your sisters while you were here, too. It's nothing. It's always fun to have a wedding excuse to gather your um, siblings together. And remind me again how many siblings you have. Well, I have four other sisters. So. Myself. So there's five girls, no boys, no brothers. And, We're making you know, up for it with grandchildren. Yes. yes. That's funny how that works. But yeah. Anyway, and I have a lot of um, my family. I was telling Allison recently, one of my first cousins, well, actually two, passed away. And um, my mom had um, my sisters, three or four sisters and a brother, and, and then they each had four or five kids. And so we. And they all lived in a suburb of Cincinnati. We just grew up, you know, so we liked to get together and, and be with, especially my sisters, we get together often as we can. Terrific. Um, so I think moving on from the wedding, uh, I think one of the questions I wanted to ask was, I don't think I asked you this yet, um, do you have a favorite memory of Allison, particularly when she was? Growing up. Oh, you should have told me this sooner. We can, we can come back. We can to come that back question. to that too. Okay. Think about it. Okay. Oh well, no, no, because it just came to you. Yeah. 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 Doesn't have to be the favorite, but like a very distinctive, like oh, this is such an Allison memory. Well, not when she was growing up so much. Just I just flashed to your graduation from vet school. Oh um, yeah. Yes. I mean, and I was at the graduation from your undergrad, too, mm -hmm. but um, a parent, you know, I'm so proud of my kids. <laughs> and um, I think when the, people talk about Jim doesn't really care for graduations too much, but I thought, this is, it's such a wonderful moment, you know, when you're just so pleased with how your kids have turned out. So I'm thinking about when you were younger, favorite favorite memory well we were at one point I had to she couldn't we moved and we weren't on the bus line or we didn't have and so um, I drove her to school every morning and that was a special time just to have it was just her and me we usually you know talked we mm -hmm. probably don't remember anything we talked about I have but, no idea I just uh, I just remember my mom always having her coffee in her mug while we were driving. Like, did travel mugs not exist back then? Are you just like having? I'm not sure. I don't but you would always have like the classic I, coffee yeah. mug in the car, and I think I carried it for you at some time um, while we were driving to school. And then it was always imperative that mom must have her coffee before fact, we left. And now it's the same thing, you know. Mom's been driving with me to work this week and we have to stop for coffee on the way so 
Yeah. The, the funny the story that happened was, and you may not have remembered this, but Dan and Joanne, I'm sure they're, they're listening. But um, one Christmas morning, it was early, and the kids, they must have been um, a little bit older, mm. and they knew that we didn't start opening presents till I had my coffee. So one morning, yeah. they fixed the coffee before. <laughs> I, I remember this, because I was like, well, we need to get mom her coffee first, so I tempt her out of bed. I, actually, I, I think as a child, I thought it was a rule. Like, we weren't allowed to open presents until mom had her coffee, you know? So it's like, have to get this so we can start opening presents. And I think there was a rule of nothing happened before 6 a.m. as well. Yeah, that was probably a um, So I remember waking up Christmas morning sometimes at like 5 and just staring at the clock until it was 6. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to get the coffee, wake up Joanne so she can help me make the coffee, and then go wake up Mom. And, um, and then on a not as happy note, um, since we heard, I was divorced from her father, he would come and pick up the kids on Christmas Day. So we, had, you know, like late in the day. And so all this, all this wonderful activity and getting ready for Christmas. And then they left on Christmas. And it was like, you know, um, uh, three or four days before, you know, it was just the, the aloneness and the quietness of the house was really really difficult oh, wow. but it's because you know you want to be with your kids yeah mm -hmm. Allison question for you so I remember that we have reflected a lot or uh, during our peps pro program we were really reflected about reflective about like traditions or things we wanted mm -hmm. to pass down mm -hmm. um, from our families to like have with Weston or starting mm -hmm. new traditions and things like that and we've talked about it before but off the top of your head, do you remember any traditions from like your family that you really hope Wes brings forward? Not to put you on this, I'm putting you on, like on the spot now. I'll uh, share one that is yeah. coming up a little bit that um, is probably you're not as excited about. Yeah, um, is that for my my mom? Um, uh, culturally, birthdays are not uh, a really big thing uh, for, for Chinese families because usually like New Year's is like your giant like celebration. Oh. Um, so one thing that my mom uh, thought was very important was not only birthdays, but half birthdays. So even when I was in college, she would send me a half birthday card. So Weston's half birthday is coming up. And so oh. this was his really kind of his first real like half birthday. Um, uh, I'll probably get him a card or something. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited for, for some, mm -hmm. something like that, which I don't think is a normal family thing. But uh, anything like that? I do remember for birthdays, I hope I'm remembering this correctly, but oh, yeah. I feel like I remember when it was your birthday, you got to pick a restaurant, your favorite restaurant you could go to. And then we would go to, the, you know, you got to pick and it was just, the parents and the kid and everybody else had to stay home. And I remember I had this favorite restaurant, Charlie's Eyes, something, I forget the name of it, but I always loved getting their like chicken fettuccine. Um, and so I remember going there for a birthday, maybe mm. no memory of this. Um, and I also think I remember on that birthday, I had like a, instead of a cake, I had like a cookie cake, you know, um, with the candles that was pretty, pretty exciting but I just remember really loving the idea of it's my birthday and I get to pick where we go and it's only me so just feeling very 
special mm -hmm. um, for my birthday. So that was a lot of fun. And I also remember for Christmas, usually, and I don't know if this was like a set tradition or it just kind of always happened, but I remember decorating the tree all together mm -hmm. with usually music playing mm -hmm. and putting up all the ornaments. And I always loved that tradition of, as a family, kind of putting the ornaments up together. And it always seemed like there was music or Christmas carols going up. So it was just fond memories of getting ready for Christmas that I feel like now with, after marrying you and then with Wes coming, like every year it gets more fun. You know, I feel like I have, you know, that family moment again of, you know, because for a while you're at college or you're at graduate school and you're always moving and you don't really have like a set home anymore. Mm -hmm. And I love Christmas a lot now because it's just like, oh, I have this home again and a family and we're here together and putting ornaments on the tree. I love that. Yeah, that's nice. And I, I love Christmas music. And I think I probably started. <laughs> you did start. Yes. I started I it early. <laughs> Do you have uh, like a particular like uh, singer or Christmas album that is near and dear to you? Like I can, I will later tell you the exact albums my parents would put on in terms of Christmas. But uh, do you have like a favorite Christmas album? Oh, gee. Especially when Allison Christmas. was growing up. Um, I don't or even know a when... your favorite Christmas carol or something. Well, um, Mannheim Steamroller came out, you know, and. Mm -hmm. um, I think their oh, The Silent Night mm -hmm. is just such a beautiful song, so that's a favorite. I think Oh, oh Come, O oh, Come, Emmanuel is another one. That's um, one of my favorites, too. Um, I like the, I, I frequently, during Christmas, go to YouTube and listen to, um, you know, like London's chorus, you know, the kids' choirs. I like the kids' choirs a lot. So um, I think I like to, through the music, slow down and feel the peacefulness of the season. Get rid of all the, you know, the shopping. Mm -hmm. um, rush, rush, rush. You know, I just love the beauty and really the true meaning of Christmas. And it is, you know, my favorite holiday. Allison, do you have a favorite childhood like memory of the same same question to you in terms of there's an album that really evokes like childhood Christmas or type of song? Album? No, I think that might be like a Your Family kind of thing. Or I don't know. We didn't have like a set album or like it was just always just general Christmas carols or the radio station. Gotcha. Uh, I, I do remember as much as I hated it going to Midnight Mass. Mm. I mean, it, it was like a necessary evil of Christmas. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, Mom. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but I loved singing the songs especially over Christmas and is that would they have purple I can't remember if they had purple at Christmas or if that was just Easter That's and Advent yeah I just remember you know there's so many lights and decorations um it was just really beautiful and everybody coming together and singing the, the Christmas music that was my favorite part about Midnight Mass and then the anticipation of uh, we also had the tradition of coming home and opening one present present on Christmas Eve uh, and so I, I remember really enjoying everybody at church getting into the the music and the carols that we were singing I um, 
just talking about Brian, um, Handel's Messiah. I, yeah. I would turn that on early, I think, when mm -hmm. early in the season. And then when I was, when I met Jim and we were, I guess we were dating. I don't know if we were married yet. And during December, they always have a performance somewhere locally where they do the Messiah. Mm. <laughs> and we went, some church had it. Um, so I drag them to it because to me, it's, it's the highlight. I mean, it's, and um, Jim still talks about having to sit through the entire Messiah and how long the Amen can go on for 15 minutes. Anyway, I'm thinking of your sister and her, all of her her music knowledge. I don't know whether or not. Well, sure. Well, uh, fun fact: um, my whole family is actually sung in Handel's Messiah. Actually, oh. my church um, back when it was a very large church uh, used to do it about mm -hmm. every year. Mm -hmm. um, so we would um, all sing it together. So uh, you'll have to bring your wife and your child to <laughs> a performance somewhere. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a lot. I think it was a lot more fun to perform. I would say it was a lot more fun to perform Handel's Messiah uh, than it is to listen to Handel's Messiah. Yeah. Just, but that is also just me. Um, well, terrific. I um, well, I guess Allison, mm -hmm. do you have any questions for your mom that you would like to ask? I'm just gonna. I, I don't know that. There's a, maybe an answer to this, but has your what has been your feelings about being a grandma and how has it changed from like when Eric was first born to now going through six grandchildren like you know how did your feelings about being a grandmother change or your relationship with Joanne or, or me you know did it become easier or you know I just feel like sometimes that transition to mm being like the parent and then the grandparents i don't yeah i'm not sure how that was for you or if i'm thinking too much about it well i don't know how many of your other listeners are grandparents but it... at least one <laughs> well i don't know how regularly my mom listens to so there's nothing bad about being i mean it is the icing on the cake you have all the fun and none of the you know mm -hmm. i mean it's hard being new parents i you know, I appreciate that. I, rem I remember, but then the further you're away from it, you wish you could go back and redo it all over again. Um, so, um, and I think it's such, such a blessing to have, you know, children. Um, for the, so I'm just so happy for you and, and Jason to have Weston mm -hmm. and, and the others. It's, um, it's such a joy. And... I think every grandparent, I you know, probably feels that way. I, I can't think of any of my friends that you know. I tell them I'm going out to Seattle. See my, you know, they're mm -hmm. all excited for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I you know, it's just I I would as many kids, grandkids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's fair to say, but yeah, it's uh, it's wonderful, and I love all the boys. And I think Allison said, you might not be happy when, you know, because she said, I think your parents wanted, you know, were hoping for a boy. And she thought I was hoping for a girl, which I really wasn't, you know, mm -hmm. I, I didn't really have, say, 
I would be disappointed when she said she had a boy. I said, that's wonderful. <laughs> There's no disappointment whatsoever. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> I love the boys. They're just so much fun to watch. And there's less the girls get into their, mm-hmm. you know, their, I don't know. So All boys the tough are, girls. Yeah. Yes. Get into. Girl, boys are <laughs> wonderful. Uh, I guess I also had a question of. How do you feel like our relationship, is there anything about our relationship that you feel is different? Or watching me being a parent, is there anything that has surprised you or changed or? No, um, you being a parent, it makes me think about when I had, I went out and spent, or my mom came out, I was living in California, and um, my mom came out and spent about a week I really wanted her by herself so we could just become, uh, to answer questions and just to know her as a person Mm -hmm. and not as a mother. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's, when you become a mother, you quickly realize that, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect mother. Yeah. (laughs) So I think that as a mother and especially when you move away you think about oh I wish I had done this I wish I had done that and um, but I I think when you became a mother you you see maybe I hope that you see me as um, not you know you know more as a person I found out a lot about my mother and what she liked and I mm-hmm. I wish I had talked to her much sooner mm-hmm. because I really had no idea of all the facets of her personality because mm-hmm. all I related to her was as a mom. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that's what it's nice to be here and see you interact and and in the podcast and I think that's what I like the most about these podcasts is that I get to see Allison as, um, instead of just a daughter having a mother-daughter conversation, it's to see her with her friends and her husband. And and that's that's a wonderful window into her, you know, your lives, so. Terrific. Oh. Terrific, that's great. Um, so Marcia, you've been very gracious um, for answering a lot of our questions. Do you have any questions for Allison or for me? Sorry, not what, <sighs> uh, what que- not do you, what questions yeah. do you have for Allison or me? More pressure. Uh, oh, gosh. It's okay if you don't have questions. I really don't. Um, I just want to comment how the two of you work together and I think when I was, when they were little and I was married to their dad, it was, we had hardly any of that. Mm-hmm. And so that is um, such a joy to see all three of my children have such wonderful spouses. Wonderful spouses. I'm so happy for you guys. I'm happy for me too. Because <laughs> I have Jason and I'm, Liz and Sen. That's true. I yeah. am also very happy too. <laughs> Sister, now Lisa hasn't done one, has she? Uh, Lisa's my only sibling that has not done it. Yeah. But to be fair to her, she just moved to Hawaii. Right. So right. Um, I will eventually get her on, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, do you have any parting words to um, Weston when he gets around to this? Or to 
Eric, I think Eric is listening to this podcast along with occasionally. Occasionally. Well, when I was young, when I was growing up, I only had one grandparent alive Mm -hmm. when I was born. And that grandparent died within three years, I think. Mm -hmm. Now, I did have a couple of great aunts that I'm aware of and I remember. But um, so especially... um, you know how long you mean none of us know how long we're going to be on this earth but i just want i think when i made the quilt for for weston i wanted a connection especially when i'm no longer here (laughs) so that's important that they know so i hope you talk about you know just the connection and the family It's, it's you know the ohio connection and the seattle and all the you know the travel that you guys do and so it's it's a very it's very important to con- to keep those connections yeah. all the time well, I'm very happy that you came out to Seattle I know it's a long trip to come out here and it's great to have you here in our home environment you know be able to see us in our element with Wes and I, I love that you're out here good thank you <laughs> I love being here. My husband is being patiently at home taking care of himself. <laughs> but he manages quite well. I'm sure. He, so. he drives a bus, so that's why he's, he can't travel as much. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Marsha. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and on our host, Anchor FM. Music used for this podcast includes Live Wire by Steve Combs, With a Whimper by Josh Woodward, and Olivia by Heisen. You can email us at halfthefunpodcast at gmail.com and send us voicemails through the Anchor FM app. You can check out more photos and commentary about this episode on our website, halfthefun.fun. That's halfthefun.fun. And like us on Facebook. Want to be on the show? Drop us a line. See you next week. <laughs>